Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast. Glad that you could be with me, and I'm glad to be with you. And be mindful. The mantra for this podcast is wealth is more than just money. And what I'm going to talk about today is going to be talking a bit about uh, when we look at money coaching. Well, when it comes to money coaching, uh, one of the first things you run into with your clients is that they are really uh, afraid to openly discuss their financial wherewithal. In other words, uh, their level of financial uh, intelligence. And that doesn't mean that anyone is smart or not smart, but what it means is, is their ability to have a relationship with money. It has more to do with that than anything else. And we've all have encountered that in our personal lives because everyone at some point didn't know what money really was and the value of it and then how to manage it. And so that's really what I'm going to talk about today. And I want you to join me on this particular journey. Again, I hope that you're doing great today. I'm doing wonderful. And uh, just hope everyone has a great week as we begin the year 2021. Well, first of all, uh, what I want to talk about is that when uh, one uh, works with clients that uh, wants to become better at understanding their relationship with money, uh, the first thing you have to do is to build their confidence. Because a lot of times people really don't want to share their uh, money about money because it's more of a sacred type of thing. It's a more personal thing. But once we get past that, by showing people that uh, what they're experiencing is very common and very normal, uh, then the pathway begins to open wider and wider. So uh, one of the first things I tell people to do is to just get all of your bills and your debts and write them down. Write down every one of them. I don't care if it's a dollar. I don't care if it's $10,000, but I typically work with people with $10,000 or more of debt because I can show them in six to nine months that they can eradicate that debt. And so when we pull all of these debts together and make an assessment of it, only then do we really know what level and what type of relationship one has with money. One of the first things that I talk to people about is, is that when you get in alignment with your finances, you get your finances in alignment with your life, the rest of your life is going to be very good because there's nothing better than knowing exactly where you stand, especially when it comes to dollars and cents. And it's so important because it's a measure of how one makes decision. It's a matter of how one thinks. It's a matter of how one is willing to just have a straight relationship with their money. The second thing is, is that we don't want to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. That's kind of a, a little quote that people uh, talk about when people are trying to impress someone else. Well, the only one that you should be trying to impress is who? It's you or it's me. I'm trying to impress myself. 
because once we begin to try to impress other people and, and, and organizations, that's when things go wrong. Because at that point, we're trying to live up and measure up to what someone else's perspective is. And the only perspective that matters is to the one who uh, works hard every day and their hard earned money uh, is going to be applied to whatever their needs are and uh, more. So, uh, so the second thing is don't try to be like someone else, keeping up with someone else. If they have a fancy import car, you don't have to have one. If you need transportation to get into point A to point B, you're on point. It doesn't matter how you get there. You could walk, you could take the bus, take, take one of the delivery services, but trying to keep up with someone else may land you in a lot more debt. So it's just not worth it. And then the third thing is, is to try to find a way to sit down and read a book on money mindset. I have a ebook titled Master Your Mind. And this book, what it, it talks about is us getting total control, you and I getting total control of our thoughts. And a mindset in and of itself is nothing more than how we view the world. And then how do we apply ourselves to the world? We could either apply it from a scarcity standpoint, which a lot of people operate. Maybe I'd say some people, not, not most people, but some people operate from that, that uh, scarcity mindset. And that scarcity mindset is that you never have enough. You always need more. And it is in that category of trying to keep up with someone else. And so we want to stay out of that category. And then another side of that coin of scarcity is abundance. Abundance and a person with an abundant mindset is a person who takes stock of the fact that the universe has abundance in it. And all that person with abundance mindset has to do is find a way to obtain what they're trying to get at that given time. It doesn't mean that they're greedy, but it means that they're very resourceful. They're willing to work for uh, what they want as opposed to always sitting around wondering, well, you know, if only I had this money, I can't afford that course that will help me to learn uh, what, what I need to, to obtain something or to generate business, uh, all minor things. So uh, the third aspect of course is uh, having a proper mindset as it pertains to money. And again, when we, we look at it from the standpoint of money, uh, we talk about it because if we don't have it, then we're likely not gonna have a roof over our heads and we need that. If we have it, we don't have medical care. And of course, with the pandemic, it's exactly what we need. We need money to afford healthcare. And then we need money to afford food. Uh, people are having such challenges nowadays, especially in the United States, that they are, their next meal, they don't even know where they're going to get it from. They don't have the resources to, to afford groceries. They're behind in their rent or their mortgage. They're afraid they're going to get kicked out into the street. And then, you know, the uh, safety valve for that is, is, is really uncertain nowadays because of the pandemic. And so when we have these type of things that are taking place, uh, one has to really, really make great decisions. We have to make even better decisions now than we made prior to the pandemic. 
So uh, it's very important to understand the difference between uh, what a mindset actually is and then what a scarcity mindset is versus an abundant mindset. They're all very important. And the next thing I wanna talk about is how does one become debt free? So I want you to ask yourself that question before I start providing some content rich information to support it. So my question again to you is, what is your perspective of being debt free? Silence, <laughs> but it's okay because I'm beginning to obliviate right now or talk a little bit. So what it entails is uh, becoming debt free is looking again at all of those bills I asked you to pull together earlier. And when you pull them together, you wanna to write it down in a journal or a ledger, whatever you decide to use and look at every bill from the lowest amount of debt that you owe on say, for example, a credit card or up to a personal loan if it's say $30,000. And you look at the amount of time that it would take to pay it back. If you calculated that, it could be nine, 10, 11, 12 years. It just depends on how the, the um, uh, debtor uh, has set that up and you've agreed to it. But the magic of becoming debt-free is to don't look at it as being overwhelming, but take this particular approach of taking the lowest bill and paying that off first. Uh, not just one payment, maybe two or three, and then take your other credit cards, if that happens to be what, what you're in debt over, and pay the minimum. And then once you pay off that card that had the lowest balance, just put that card away, safe deposit box, or just put it away. Don't, don't spend it, don't use it. Because if you turned it back into the credit card company, it would be tougher to get credit later because you already have it in your record and all you want to do is improve it. So uh, the next thing is to take the next lowest bill and do the same thing. Pay a little bit more each month, pay the minimum on the other cards that are outstanding until you get that paid and, and then repeat, rinse and repeat over and over until everything is paid off. And so one asks, well, how can you accelerate payments on, on, a, on a vehicle? Well, once you get those other credit card bills off and that, that uh, vehicle uh, balance would probably be a little bit more than a credit card, then you start making extra payments into that. Instead of one payment, maybe two payments. And you can pay a lot of it to the principal itself uh, as opposed to the full amount. They're likewise for a, a house, a mortgage. Uh, and once you get, let's say, the car paid off and the credit card is paid off, then you can start concentrating on the house and make uh, some special payments each month. Uh, let's say if you're a regular mortgage payment, it's $1,000. If you pay $1,500 and apply the $500 to the, to the principal, then that would bring down the amount of that mortgage payment uh, by year's end. And so that's another way of becoming debt-free. And then once you get most of the bills paid off, even if you have the mortgage, uh, still have to pay on that, you can at least write a certain amount of that off on your taxes. Then you start saving money and put it into a savings account. And then once you start putting it into a saving account, just decide what percentage you want to put in there and, and continue to still apply extra principal amount on your mortgage payment until you come up, you pay that off and it becomes an asset 
then you're in the money. <laughs> the only thing left to pay on the house then is the insurance and paying the taxes. And, and of course, whatever utilities are. But uh, once we start getting into that realm, then we start a savings emergency account. And that emergency account would be between six to nine months, preferably. We can look at uh, today and look at uh, what the last 10, 10 months uh, that we've had with the pandemic. And if it had a savings uh, set up, then you could be drawn from that, even if you're unemployed at that time or you receive an unemployment. And so you see, it can really work, but a lot of it just comes down to one word, decision. What decisions are you making to become debt-free, to ultimately generate wealth? And, and then the, the back end is to look at the legacy wealth that you wanna generate for your children or your grandchildren members of your family. And, and that's really uh, the position that we want to find ourselves in. And it's not very difficult, but it does come down to that one word, decision. So are you going to make that decision today to do that? Or perhaps you're already doing it. Congratulations. But you want to find yourself in a position that you can call your own shots and you don't have to go to a bank and uh, pay the bank because of course, when it comes to a bank, uh, people assume where well, the bank has money. No, the bank has your money and it has my money. And they take that money and they lend it to uh, other people and they lend it to other corporations and they get a percentage off of it. They become the middleman, so to speak. And without um, people coming in and uh, depositing money in the bank, then the bank really doesn't exist. And so, we have to uh, be much smarter in terms of how we manage our money and then how we uh, apply that money, not just for today, work hard, you know, every two weeks or a month get paid and spend every bit of it, but to start looking at things from the long-term standpoint because the future is uh, longer than perhaps our life is. <laughs> That's just the reality that we have to, even though we, we can't project that we will be in the future, it's always good to plan that way because we're really blessed when we are able to look at things, say 10, 20, 30 years uh, down the road. And uh, of course, having some really good insurance also makes a, a big difference as well. Uh, disability insurance and, and things of that nature, long-term care, uh, that those type of insurance policies. And some people, of course, have the uh, whole life or the term life insurance policies, which also is really good to have. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. And the number one reason why is because we're in the early part, the infancy of the new year of 2021. And there is no better time than today to decide and to make that decision how you want your, your year to flow so that at the end of the year, your bank account and your savings will grow. Yeah, that was a little rhyme, but it was a meaningful rhyme. <laughs> but yes, that's what I wanted to share with you. I also want to pass on to you that uh, I uh, have a, a website I want you to go to that has all of my programs out there. I have a digital 
a course out there called Mind Over Money Mindset uh, Digital Course. And it's a very foundational uh, program, all video, uh, about a five episode uh, segment. And it provides a lot of content rich information. And I have a free ebook called The Abundant Mindset, The Abundant uh, Abundance Mind. And then I also have a peer accountability group, a Facebook group that you can interact with other members of that video course group. And then there's a one-on-one -on -one session with yours truly, your host, Paul Lawrence Fan. Uh, go out to www.wealthacademyprograms.com. I'll spell that, www.wealthacademyprograms.com. I'll spell it once more www.wealthacademyprograms.com. And you'll be able to see the foundational program and have access to that, uh, to invest in that. Then I have a Mind Over Money intensive coaching program, which is a 21-day program, which really entails three weeks, but you only meet one hour a week with me and I provide hot seats, uh, provide, I answer questions. I have another uh, free ebook out there on uh, mindset, which is truly important in a situation involving money. It's the, because it talks to the decisions that we make as a part of our daily lives. And then I have that uh, peer accountability group, as well as another one-on-one -on -one session with me. And then I have my uh, Elevate, or what I call my VIP uh, Mind Over Money Champion program, which uh, is a program that lasts six months. And I work with clients and assist them many levels deeper into better understanding uh, not only how to become debt-free, but to generate wealth and then ultimately legacy wealth. So go out there, take a look at those programs. I really appreciate it. And again, uh, I just uh, had a great time discussing uh, today with you about how to become financially free. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. My time is up and I thank you for yours. I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for everyone, listening. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes.